You're listening to Actors Endurance, a podcast that inspires actors to never give up on their passion and find ways to continue to grow within the entertainment industry. My name is Shanette Wilson, and I'm an actress, and my co-host is Marlon Hargrave, and he is a teaching artist. And together, we are Actors Endurance. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Actors Endurance. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, back in the building. Here we go again. <laughs> now, we got a great show for y'all. We today, uh, Marlon, I'm not going to tell them. You know you're going to tell them, Marlon. So tell them what, what, we, what we're talking about today. We're going to be talking about the SAG agreement. Wow. Haven't really touched on that since we've come out of this whole SAG. What are we going to do with our wages and all of that other good stuff? So we're going to jump right in to talking about bits and pieces of it. That SAG agreement was pretty long, but we're going to do a couple of highlights and then see what you guys think about that. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So let's just jump right on in because, you know, this is the business of acting, not the, you know, the acting business. It's the business of acting. So you got to you got to mind your business, people. You got to mind your business. So what I encourage everyone to do is go to SAG-AFTRA, go to the website and download it, read it for yourself so you understand what's going on in your business. So today's episode, we're just going to give you a few things uh, from the contract, review it, but it's up to you to mind your own business. So do do all this research for yourself, right? Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not a small contract either, so you're going to need, you know, you're going to need some time to comb through it and comprehend it. You know, it's not like reading a novel or something. You got to kind of know what all of that good stuff means. Even though it's an easy read, still should read the whole thing. Yes, for sure. And thank God it is an easy read. Oh, thank goodness. Not a lot of also. Yeah. A lot of words, not a lot of big words. Um, but anyway, you know, breaking it down. And then also, I mean, there are a lot of different people that have uh broken down, you know, covered a few of the main points on like Instagram and TikTok and all that. So if you, you know, you can find their videos or you can just come here, watch us because we give it to you anyway. But all right, so jumping right into it. So did y'all know that per the new agreement for self-tapes, because uh, in the first half of the half of this episode, we're going to give you uh, all the new changes for like the self-tapes. And then we're going to get into the money, honey. So did you know that you cannot be charged now going forward for uh, any casting notice? So you can't be charged for the casting notice. You can't be charged to upload the self-tape and you cannot be charged to submit for the role. So if you are being charged, you need to reach out to your representative and they should be able to make sure that doesn't happen. So, um, I've seen a few times on, uh, I think it was casting networks where they were charging, well, trying to charge people for like more storage, things like that. In order for them to upload the videos, they they technically cannot do that. 
anymore. So you know, just make sure you're not being, you know, taken advantage of. You should not have to pay to play, which means you shouldn't have to pay to audition. You shouldn't have to pay to upload the audition, uh, any of that. So just make sure you're not being charged. Um, and I don't know why this wasn't caught earlier. I've always been against this, that, the, you know, I'm from the old school. You don't charge. You don't pay to audition. <clears throat> you know, you just don't. There, there were some special circumstances where you would pay to audition directly in front of a casting director who was kind of looking to fill up a roster or something like that. But for the most part, for general auditions, auditions for an actual project, no, we were always taught you never. Like, that was the sham. If you ever had to pay for an audition, it was considered a sham, and we stayed away from it. So i uh, kind of glad that things are going back to how they were and should be and never should have been anything else. Yeah, I totally agree. And I also, this is kind of a side note, but I do not think that as casting directors, they should be able to hold any kind of workshops because these workshops are like these pay-to-play things where they're charging all this money, but they're not casting, they're not booking, they're not doing, they're barely even giving any good feedback because it's not even really like a class. So... I don't know. All this pay to play, it's, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. Anyway, moving on, moving on. So uh, now, guys, guess what? We get at least 48 hours to turn in our self-tape. Isn't that wonderful? So now, per the new agreement, um, you know, uh, casting directors cannot have you turn in something within, you know, unless the, you know, uh, there are certain circumstances where if it is a rush call, of course, but for the typical audition, you have at least 48 hours, except for Saturday and Sunday and holidays, to um, to turn in your self-tape, which is wonderful. So um, another thing is they can't ask you uh, to do more than eight pages on the first audition. Because I don't know if you guys have gotten this before. It'd be like 10, 12, 16, 20 pages for the first audition. And they want it memorized. And if you were in Atlanta, they didn't want you to hold the sides. Craziness. Yep. Boo to all of that. All of that changed, didn't it? Yes, yes. So now the first audition, only eight pages. The second audition, 12 pages. And if they want you to memorize it, guess what they got to do? Was it like 72 hours? Taking that though. They have to pay you. They can't oh. be memorized and off book unless they pay you for the audition, which is wonderful. So if they call you in and they want you off book and memorized for that audition, guess what? You will be compensated. So that and is how, how many times have you and I worked together and I fought that? I was like not holding the paper and all of that and everybody you know people were telling me oh it's a new trend and i'm like that's a dumb trend like mm -hmm. to walk into an audition and or you get the script that day or the size that day and they want you to be off book how many times have i said that i felt like you're not going to get the best out of the artist like there's no work they're basically they're just reciting at that point where's the work at that point how am i going to go and score this script and do what i need to do to bring the best that I can to this audition. I always thought that it was getting a little ridiculous with 
that those demands were just too much. Oh, you get this and you can't hold your sides and all of that. We were taught to audition with our sides. And I still, I taught students for years and, and they kind of fought back with me about, well, this isn't the standard. So I'm very, very happy that again, things are going back to the, to the way they should have always been and never should have changed. Yes, and you will no longer be penalized for holding your sides because now when I was in LA, that was the standard. You don't, you never audition without the sides in your hand, but then you come to Georgia and Atlanta for some reason was trying to change the standard to where if you're holding your sides, that's a bad thing. To me, that never made any sense because first of all, it's an audition. If anything happens, now you have to call for line, which brings everything up. But also, they were home with a self-tape. But still, even if you're self-taping, even if you have a week to do it, like you, I still don't think that you should be required to be off. But it's an audition. Yeah. That's what the audition is for, you know? So I don't, I don't know. But anyway, yes, now you may hold your sides. You're not required to uh, be off book. And if you are asked to memorize the material, then yes, you must be compensated for your work. Now, another great thing is you can't be penalized. Like you can see our setups and you, but you, what you can't see is, you know, the lights and, you know, they can't require you to buy a tripod, a light, a ring light, a microphone, a phone, a camera. They can't require you to purchase anything to do your, your audition. So you do it with whatever you have. And you can't be penalized for it, which I think is great because even though I just spent all this money on all this stuff. <laughs> anyway, painted walls and everything else. But anyway, <laughs> I, I would still I'd recommend it though, even though it's not a requirement. I would still recommend it to actors. It's still just like your headshots, getting a good headshot and things like that. It's a representation of who you are. And let, I mean, let's be honest, if somebody is looking like they're sloppy, are you going to get hired? You don't know. So you do want to put your best foot forward. However, if you are, if you don't have any money or anything like that, and you don't have the equipment or can't get to it, it is not a requirement. But I would say a highly suggested thing is to get proper material so that you can be seen and heard. That's just my opinion. But you heard the rules. Yes, yes, yes. Now, again, like he said, you heard the rules. I would take his advice, also my advice. I would definitely, uh, if you have a background, they were using the blue, but I found that the gray is way better, you know, like a mm, somewhat of a darker gray. You could do it with a lighter gray as well, um, but definitely like the gray seems to work for everyone. Your cell phone is great. If you have an Android, if you can go to um, uh, Pro Video, that's wonderful because you can adjust so many of the lights. iPhone, I mean, for the most part, they're pretty good anyway. You can't make as many adjustments on it. Uh, and yeah, you'll need a tripod and get you some light, some good lighting. Uh, but again, it's not required. So do what you guys want to do with your self-tapes. Be as off-book as you possibly can. And when you're holding the sides, remember, guys, hold them up here, not down here. Up so here. It, isn't there something else to that that they can't require um, the format that you put it in either? Was that one of them? Was that something that was in there like 
they can't say it must be MP4 or MP whatever, you know. Uh, was was that changed as well? Did I read that correctly? I didn't see that, so I'm not 100% sure. Um, but what I did see is that they can only ask you like certain questions as far as like, they can only ask you for your name, heights, and uh, location, like city and state location. So they can only ask you those those things and uh they can't they don't require you to like have to pan up and down for they can ask for a full body shot but they can't require you to like pan up and down and get all specific like that which was great because a lot of times if you're taping it by yourself and you have somebody reading with you on zoom how who's panning for you i mean we can clone people but we haven't gotten to the point of <laughs> cloning ourselves that much so but yeah, yep. So those are uh, those are some of the changes. But you know, I definitely you know would uh, say I would suggest yeah, print it out for yourself, read it for yourself. Don't take our word for it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And there's a whole bunch of other sections in there too. But again, we just kind of went through and highlighted this section. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, it, and it's a way to help you prepare going into the future and kind of knowing what you can and cannot do that makes a difference in how you prepare yourself for these auditions that are coming up. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And it's also, if you're really going to take this seriously as an actor, you really want to stay in the know and, you know, stay up to date with, you know, what's going on as far as like the business, the money side, contracts, things like that, because it does affect you. It really does affect you, does affect you. So speaking of the money, let's talk about our coins, people. Let's talk about our coins. The moolah. Yes, yes, yes. You want to give them some uh, some insight on these new SAG after agreements regarding the moolah? Yes. So for the basic theater or theatrical agreement, and this is basically a film that has a budget of $2 million or more, that this is starting, or this is as of November the 9th, 2023, going through the uh, 6th of June, or I'm sorry, June 30th, 2024. And that is the budget range of great, of a, I'm sorry, the budget range of a movie greater than 2 million. The SAG day rate will be $1,158 a day, and then the SAG weekly scale will be $4,019 a week. Mm. How you like them apples? So uh, we did go up, and I'll actually, I'll, I, I, let me backtrack a little bit. So the minimum, the minimum salary rate has changed. It did an increase of 7% from where the last uh, contract agreement was. So during 2024 and 2025, you'll see the increase. During the year of 2024, there will be a 4% increase in the minimum salary rate. And then in 2025, there will be a 3.5 increase and that will be compounded. So it would add up to 7%, a little over 7% over the next three years or next two and a half, three years. The minimum rates, increase for stunt people, which was a huge thing going into this one. Uh, the stunt salaries are being raised by 11%. 
In July of 24, it would be 6.5% of an increase. And then going into July 25, after that, it would be another 5% increase. So the stunt people are finally getting a little bit of justice for all of that hard work that they put themselves through and a very dangerous job. So shout out. I know a couple of stunt people. Shout out to y'all. You're doing your thing. But getting back to the SAG agreement for theatrical, well, the, the theatrical agreement, and basically that is for film. This is this is not TV, it's not stage, and it is not commercial or the new media law. So this is just for a movie and any movie over two million. So what do you think about that one? Movie over two, two million, a day rate of you know, eleven hundred, a little over eleven hundred dollars. You think that's fair? Uh, I guess that's not bad. Well, four thousand a week. I mean, you know, let's so let's say that you were able to work on that for a month mm-hmm. at four grand. You know, you'll be looking at uh, what seventeen, about seventeen, eighteen thousand yeah. a month. Exactly, because I'm thinking you know, it's like what a little over you know, 11 11.58 for the day. Now, think about it on the day you're going to show up, you'll be there again for one day. So, how many lines, like how much work are you really doing? You'll probably be there for a few hours, but you'll probably work for like an hour, maybe two. <laughs> you'll say. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to say much. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I think it's it's reasonable, especially, you know, <laughs> 16, 17. If you're able to work like that, and again, this is a movie, so more than likely, you may not even get a week. But so you got to look at your daily rate. And this is for a big, big budgeted movie. The, you know, we'll, we'll say that these are the still the big Hollywood movies, but at least you can come in at uh at at eleven hundred a day or over eleven hundred a day, and you know you'll at least be able to maybe make rent, <laughs> maybe pay a couple of bills, but you will be compensated. Uh, that's not such a bad deal. Yeah, so that's why I think it's uh it's it's pretty good, pretty good, for sure. Now, um, are you gonna go through the the other ones, the low budgets and the and the yes. Money? yeah yeah so these and it goes all the way down and keep the categories keep getting larger and larger because of the formats that are coming out but we do have a sag low budget agreement and the sag low budget agreement this is for films with a budget range of seven hundred thousand to two million so that day rate is seven hundred eighty one dollars a day and the sag weekly scale is two thousand seven hundred and ten dollars a week so, as you can see, it kind of scaled down as the budgets go smaller. We'll see that the pay gets smaller, but still, that's not bad. 2000 a week. I mean, you know, if you're able to be on that project long enough, you'll get about, what, eight, eight grand for the month. I mean, you know, again, what, what job do you know that's paying you $700 a day? That's, you know, got to consider that. If you can find a job that pays you that much, then go for it, brothers and sisters, for real. But um, those are your new rates for films that's under 700, uh, or that's, I'm sorry, that's from 700,000 to 2 million. And now we have a SAG moderate low budget agreement. 
and that is for a budget range of 300000 uh, to 700000 And that day rate is 420 420 420 At that rate, you probably will be smoking every day. And a SAG <laughs> weekly rate of $1,459 a week. So again, these increases are uh, kind of reflecting. I don't know if that's enough to reflect what's going on as, as far as uh, inflation is concerned and things like that. I don't know how that's changing, but you know, actors have always seemed to be able to kind of hang on with the race that we had so far. But we'll see how much the the increase in um, living conditions are going forward. Boy, it's getting expensive. I mean, eggs, plantains, like fresh food and all that, it's getting real expensive. So hopefully these rates will help you out. So we have a SAG ultra low budget agreement. And the ultra low is anything less than 300,000. You're only going to get 250, uh, $240 a day. And there is no weekly scale for that. So if you're in that ultra low budget range, uh, just make sure you get a daily rate. <laughs> Just just make sure you take care of that. And also, last but not least, as far as this is concerned, your SAG short project agreement. So if you're doing shorts, um, this is for anything that's 50K or less, and the maximum is for 40 minutes. You can negotiate a preferred minimum of $240 a day. And, and now this is negotiable, but again, for this scale rate, the SAG weekly scale is none. You're not protected, but the preferred minimum would be $804 a week. So, um, oh, oh, also, well, I'm sorry, there's one more category. There's the SAG student film, which is, uh, I, I've never gotten paid off a of SAG student, uh, off of a student film. So I think that still remains the same. It says for, uh, the budget range of 35 or less with a maximum of 35 minutes. The salaries are negotiable. The day rate is negotiable and the SAG weekly scale is none. So oftentimes for actors who are just starting off, you will not get paid for doing a student film that, you know, the students are getting paid. The, the actual university is actually spending money because they have to put their resources out there. So that's not going to be your money grab. <laughs> that, you're, not, you're not grabbing bags there, right? So what you do is you use that to not only make your connections with up-and-coming filmmakers, but you do that to get some real, real that will have professional equipment. So do that to get real that will have professional equipment. All right. Yes. So. Yeah, and now you guys, when you run uh, Actors Access and you see all these titles with this uh, SAG moderate low budget agreement because it won't a lot of sometimes it'll tell you how much you get paid sometimes it won't but now when you see these titles you understand what it means uh, what the budget is and what your day rate weekly rate if there is one so now you know that so that's why it's important to know so they can't just pay you anything you know they have to pay you what you're worth but go ahead Marlon go ahead yes 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 now we can move into the SAG after and this is for the television race. Uh, we're not going to get too much into this one, but so performance in one episode. And again, this is through uh, June the 30th, 2024. 
your daily rate will be $1,158 a day. You have your SAG three-day rate, which is $2,933 for the three-day rate. And your SAG weekly scale will be $4,019. And this is for performance in one episode. Mm -hmm. So, uh, And this is one episode um, of either a half hour or an hour long uh, SAG episode in a television show. Yes. Yes. And speaking of which, when we get down into a series regular for any program that's a half an hour, 13 of 13 episodes, you will get paid $4,019 a week. Seven to 12 episodes, you'll get paid $4,601 per week. And then six episodes, you'll get paid $5,364. That's for a half an hour episode, which isn't bad. I mean, the, the less you work, the more money you make. And that's kind of great because if you're only on there for, you know, a couple of episodes, you can still be able to get a, a rate to where you can pay your bills for that month. <laughs> so that's basically what we're looking at. Um, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. 13 out of 13. I mean, if you're making that for 13 weeks, I, what do we say? It was about... 16,000, 17,000 a week. I didn't do the math math on it. But um, if you were to get the 13 episodes, at least, you know, for about a good three three months or so, you'll have, um, what, 16, I, I guess, uh, $40,000, $50,000, somewhere up in that range. So again, I'm not doing the math. I'm not even doing it in my head. I'm being very lazy right now. All right. So um, now here's a series regular in a one-hour program. And now you have 13 of 13 episodes. That is $4,836. Seven to 12 episodes is $5,395. And six episodes will be $6,310. So, right, so, you know, Again, we don't know eight nine hundred dollars just for another thirty minutes of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not not much of an increase. <laughs> uh, would would like to actually see the well. Actually, um, it does go up for the seven and you know, it, yeah, it goes up a couple hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You got a nice little increase up in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. And some of these, uh, yeah, yeah. You get a couple hundred dollars. You do the math. I'm really not doing the math right now, guys. Yeah, I'm being lazy. I'm not doing the math. You do the math and read the contract yourself. But uh, if you happen to get up under these guidelines, then just know what your rates are supposed to be. And these are your base rates. So hopefully your rates can be negotiated over this, which would be great. But if you had to do scale, you already know what your <clears throat> you know what your scale is, and you know what kind of money you can bring home. Yeah. So, scale, you guys, is just if you don't know, it's just the bare minimum, the base, the you know, the the minimum, minimum amount. Minimum. Yes. Now, if you are doing projects that are not SAG related, unfortunately, everything that we're telling you right now, uh, that's up in the air. <laughs> you know. Certain people complain about unions, but I would say that when I was really, really working in SAG, 
uh, it took care of me on every set that I've ever been on. So kudos to these to these contracts and agreements because if you didn't have them, these people will they will not pay you. They're not your friends. They're business people, and if they can get you for free, they will. So this is why these negotiations were very important for actors across the board and crew across the board. Um, the last thing that I would like to cover on this whole thing is we have a new media agreement. So these media agreements, um, it, the, the new media, it's kind of a broader range. So again, really do your homework and looking into seeing exactly what this is because these are newer categories with streaming and you know TikToks and all of the other things where we can be visible, you would still need to have SAG's uh, agreements in there if you're a content creator under SAG, I believe. So, you know, check me if I'm wrong. But um, for new media projects less than 250,000, but greater than 50, the SAG day rate would be, and it says 20% of scale, then that would be $231 per day. The weekly rates, and this is again for budgets that are 50k to 250 uh, for 50,000, 250,000, you do not have a SAG weekly rate. So um, again, that's probably because you don't work much more than, than a day or two on these. So in category, now the new media SAG agreement for category B, this would be projects from 250,000 to 700,000. Of course, you can kind of see that these numbers from agreement to agreement seem to be within the same budget ranges, just for different categories. Again, this is new media and um, the budget range of 250,000 to 700,000, your day rate will be $405.30 per day. And they do have a SAG weekly rate of well, a uh, uh, SAG weekly scale, weekly rate, whichever one you want to call it, for $1,406.65 per week. And the scale does go up, but again, uh, you know, we don't want to drag this out too much longer. So uh, we are going to have a part B to this where we, we didn't even get a chance to go over the commercials. And then there's AI implications in here. There's some other little stuff that we need to cover. So we're going to come back with a part two with this, but just wanted to give you a nice little overview of what you can expect from the next two years. Yes, y'all. So, you know, the biggest point of this video is do your research, read, make sure you know what is going on in your industry. And uh, now when you guys are on the Actors Access and the Backstage and IMDB, you have a better understanding of what these titles mean as far as, you know, um, you know, uh, SAG, micro budget, things like that. So you have a better understanding of what they mean. And if you're doing a project that is not SAG after, make sure you get a contract, put everything in writing so that you do get paid. Uh, outside of that, yeah, like you said, we're going to do a a part B. Um, yeah, that's all I got, Marlon. What about you? You got anything else for the people? Nah, just do your research. Just do your research, research, research. And uh, if you have any questions, just hit us up in the comments. Uh, any other questions about any part of the SAG contract? 
and we will see if we can answer that on our next episode. But yeah, that's it for now. We're climbing back into the saddle. So uh, we have to see where all of this is going to go and, and really get a feel for when, when the actors get back on set, are they going to see those increases and in how will working conditions be after that? Oh yeah, here comes the money. So y'all like, follow, subscribe, tell your friend about it. Actors and don't y'all. Number one, number one podcast for the resilient artists. We'll holler at y'all later. Peace.